How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion fully mentioned this in the first hour. Where does Drew Brees rank among the all-time quarterbacks? And the reason we're going to get into this, hour number two, yes, Saints fans, stick around because a, a Hall of Fame sports writer in Dallas says, yeah, not top five, not top ten, 13th or worse. So where do you rank him? You can cast your vote at www.com, radio.com app. And it's something we'll follow along to very closely. Pelican's Summer League has begun, at least the minicamp portion of that. Their game portion begins on Friday, so just a couple of days. They'll tip it off against the New York Knicks. Zion will suit up. A lot of the rookies won't because, you know, the trade with the Lakers, these trades can't be officially consummated until July 6th. So they'll be a little shorthanded until then with the rookies, but then it'll be about 6.30 local time on Friday. Can't wait for that. Guy who's going to be calling on the radio is Daniel Salerson, radio broadcast manager and studio host for the Pelicans at D Salerson on Twitter. Daniel, welcome back to the show, man. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on, Seth. So tell me this. You're out, are you out in Vegas yet? I'm not in Vegas. I'm heading there tomorrow morning. So I'm gearing up. I didn't want to be there too long because I'm already going to be there for like nine, ten days. So I figured I can uh, hold off on mini camping and join Jim there uh, for Friday's game. Okay, I want to report on the heat difference because I lived in Vegas for a year, and I've told people that it's still just brutal, but a lot of people here don't believe me. So when you get back, we'll have to do another segment. We need like the, the heat report, <laughs> heat index, NOLA versus Vegas from Daniel, all right? You know, you know, here's the thing is I've been a couple times. Everyone goes, oh, it's a dry heat, so it doesn't matter. I'm like, it's still 105 degrees. I don't care how you slice it. It's still 105, and last time I checked, that was hot. So, yeah, I'm with you. It is it is really hot there, so I will I will report back once I get back. Yeah, please do. I think I topped out at, like, 119 the summer that I was living there. So, yeah. I think that... tomorrow's high is 104, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that's hot no matter uh, where you're at in the world. Exactly. Um, so – this roster just keeps getting deeper and deeper with the signings, and they just re-signed Darius Miller. Uh, is this the deepest this franchise? And I know there's some guys you can't really talk about until the trades are consummated, but is, is this the deepest that this team has ever been since you've been covering them, maybe in their history? Yeah, I think so. You know, I've, I've, this will be my ninth season when we begin the year, and there's been some teams I thought there's some pretty decent depth, but when you go down the line and you look at the guards and you look at free agency and you're like, well, how many more guards can we sign? You know that there's a, a good plethora of that. And you look at the front court and what some of the moves they've made in free agency and, of course, adding Zion, you're like, wow, there's not a lot of room for any more people. So, yeah, the depth is there, and I think that's so important. And everyone looks at the stars and having big threes or a, a duo now is what they're calling it, too, with some teams. Um, but, man, when you look at the playoffs, depth is so important. I think that's why what the Pelicans have done through the draft and through free agency has been really important these last couple of weeks, and I think the depth will show that uh, once games start in October. So Darius Miller is re-signed, and it's it's a guy in a position, Daniel, I thought they, they needed to bolster just a little bit, even with all the moves that they made, to have a guy who's 6'8", that can swing a little bit in the front court, and shoot the three pretty darn well. I I don't I didn't really care about the money, especially when you know you can be off the books in one year. I thought it was a pretty good signing. What did you think? Yeah, I agree, and I, I think everyone looks too deep into the money 
Um, but when you look at how it was, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, but you know, not all of it's going to go towards the salary cap, so it's not even going to be that big of a deal as far as how much goes against it. They're not going to go over because of Darius Miller signing. But I think the main goal for David Griffin, you saw with some of the other signings that they have, is shooting is really important, especially when you have a guy now in Zion Williamson and you have a ball handler like what you're going to have with a point guard from Los Angeles. Is they need shooters around them, and I, so, and I think that Darius Miller was a guy that had one of the best shooting years in the last couple of years since he came back from Germany. So, yeah, I like the signing as well, and you can't get enough shooters. And we'll see if we can find some more in Summer League here. Yeah, he shot 41% from three just a couple of seasons ago for everybody listening, 38% in his career. You can't have enough shooters in today's NBA. We're talking to Daniel Salerson, who's going to call the Pelicans game on Friday, their Summer League opener against the New York Knicks. Zion's going to be front and center. That's why this is an ESPN national game, Daniel. Um, Zion, has he been as impressive as you thought uh, since you've gotten a chance maybe to meet him and be around him a little bit? Yeah, he's just an 18-year-old kid, and it shows. And he just you see how I think he was a little overwhelmed at first, and he was so surprised when he saw the draft. You know, it was like they're all there for me. Wow, you know, he's kind of just that normal guy, and you don't expect that from an 18-year-old that has as much hype as LeBron James. I'm not saying he's as good as LeBron James, I'm just saying the hype was there since LeBron James was drafted number one in 2003. But yeah, um, that's what I'm really excited about when I get to go watch practice and just see how he plays. Um, he's everything I expected so far, and he's been great with the media. Um, he's been great with us so far, um, and I, I think it's only going to get better from here. Does he ever stop smiling? I don't think I, – I don't – he's not – he hasn't stopped. I haven't stopped. I don't think anyone in the city has stopped since uh, David Griffin's taken over. It's been an unbelievable ride so far. We haven't even started summer league games. I mean, we've talked about years before that, you know, there wasn't a lot of talk in free agency. There wasn't a lot of talk in draft because there's been a lack of picks, and now we're already sitting there – waiting for the schedule to come out in August, and we haven't, we haven't even finished free agency yet. I think that's how exciting everything is right now. It's incredible in this city. It, it really is. The buzz is – I've never really experienced anything like this around any basketball team that I've been around, so it's really cool to see it here in this city. One of the stars of Summer League last year, Frank Jackson, blew up Twitter, blew up social media with some of the videos and highlights that weren't just part of Summer League, some of his workouts also. Can Frank Jackson develop into a guy who can – be a, a a solid, consistent contributor on the court, or do you think he's still a little bit far away from that? Uh, I think it's kind of in the middle. I think you saw spurts of that last year at the end of the year before he got that concussion that knocked him out for the last couple of weeks where he was averaging around 10 points per game. He was running the point a little bit alongside Drew Holiday, um, but he's still very young. And um, in summer league last year, he didn't get a lot of playing time just because of uh, the injury that he had with his foot. Um, but I, I think he's getting closer, and I think he's getting more comfortable. And that's how, you know, I know not a lot of people want to talk about the last three months of the season, but it was very valuable for guys like Frank Jackson. It was very valuable for guys like Kenrich Williams, who we'll see in Summer League as well. And I think this is a big Summer League for Frank, just to see how much he's progressed. You should see a, a little bit more of a comfortable Frank Jackson, hopefully starting on Friday. But, yeah, I mean, he was able to shoot a lot better from three. He's able to handle the ball, him in transition. You can see in some of these practice videos how great he's been in transition, and that's what you're going to need out of him. So it's going to be tough with the guards, how the Pelicans are a little loaded and a little deep. So his minutes are going to be hard to come by, and that's where I think it starts in Summer League on Friday. He's one of the Duke guys we talked about a lot, five Duke guys plus Trajan Langdon in the front office. I would imagine that helps all of those players get a little more comfortable, a little more familiar with each other. Now, a lot of these guys haven't played with each other, but just because they played in that same system, you got to think there's you know common bond brotherhood going on. 
Oh, yeah, you saw in the video yesterday how Frank was doing a little interview with Jim Eichenhofer, and all of a sudden Zion just comes over and just they start chumming it up. I feel like they – and Zion said in this press conference that Frank Jackson was the first one that texted him after he was drafted. So, yeah, it's definitely brotherhood. We saw when there was a bunch of Kentucky guys on, on the squad, and now it's turned into a Duke Blue Devil squad here. There is just a common bond. There's a brotherhood. Coach K has reached out um, as well, and you have Trajan, a guy that, you know, has been through – you know, everything played in the NBA, played in Europe, you know, has been an assistant GM with Brooklyn. Um, I, I think that certainly helps the transition. I think that will help Zion feel a little comfortable that he has guys sort of in his uh, age range that he can kind of learn from, even though they are young, that to go through this process with some of the young guys I think will be very beneficial. Daniel Salerson's with us. Daniel's going to be calling the game on the radio. What are you looking for on Friday and during that summer league opener against the Knicks? I just want to see the first few minutes of Zion. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of hype and a lot of expectations. I just kind of want to see how he looks on the floor against someone other than part of our summer league teams. And I want to see who that guy is going to be that's going to stick out in summer league. We talked about last year, it was Trayvon Blewett, who when he was invited on the summer league roster was more of a, we'll see what happens, but we don't expect even him to be invited to camp. And all of a sudden he nailed six threes, or I think it was like nine in the first two games. He was unbelievable. I want to see if anyone sticks out like that in the first game or two just to kind of be like, oh, well, maybe this guy's going to get invited to camp because of what happens. Um, Kenrich and Frank are two guys, especially Christian Wood, that are kind of the vets of the Summer League squad that want to see if that can translate from what we saw last year at the end of the season into Summer League because this is very important for them with a roster pretty much full, you know, you know, these minutes are going to be hard to come by, so this is kind of their their chance to shine. So it's not all about Zion. Of course, everyone's going to be locked on Zion, but I'm going to be locked on the guys like Ken Rich, and you mentioned Frank Jackson. Um, maybe there's a guy like Zylan Cheatham that could be a chance at a two-way contract, one of those guys. So this is a pretty deep summer league roster, so there are a lot of different things I'm going to look out for. All right, Westgate Sportsbook, or maybe the Caesars, might have an, uh, a line, an over-under on Zion Dunks in that game. Are you going to give me the, the Daniel Salerson line over-under Zion Dunks in that game? Boy, I, I – is five too much, too little? I don't even know. You know, that could that, that could be something like, wow, you know, how many minutes does he play in summer league? The part of it's like he might average five dunks in the first five minutes and I could be way off. So I'll stick with five for right now, but uh, if I want to change my answer after Friday night, that's okay. a big question. <laughs> okay. That's uh, Daniel Salerson. He'll call this game on the Pelicans Radio Network, uh, and it's at D Salerson on Twitter. Be sure you give him a follow there. Uh, Daniel, enjoy your time in the oven out there in the desert, all right? I appreciate it, and I'll report back with a heat report. Probably in the first day, I'm just going to text you and say it's very hot. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, okay. appreciate it, buddy. Enjoy it. Yep. Thanks, Ed. All right, there he goes. Uh, here's a text, uh, speaking of an oven, from the 504. I lived in Scottsdale, Arizona for about a year, and the best way I could describe the heat is like standing in front of an open oven. All right, so there you go. You and I are on the same page. Text from the 504, no comparison, born and raised in Knoll. I've been to Vegas about 30, 40 times. Oh, you and I. Uh, brothers in the same heart i guess all s during the summer month just got back to vegas from vegas last week the heat there is far less stifling than nola heat believe me well i am going to disagree especially in the summer months i just don't agree i mean, like i said it was got up to 115 when you're walking the strip I'm, i'll take 90 and humid or 85 and humid over 115 and dry but that's just me we'll take a break coming back here on the last lap
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 